Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Break Room Banter. It's a hairstylist podcast where each week, two friends who happen to be hairstylists break down our week in the break room. I'm your host, Hunter Walden, joined as always by my lovely co-host, Anna Schrader. And today we are just going to talk about transitions and what it looks like for our podcast and for you as our listeners. So awesome. And so we always start every episode off with our rose and thorn. However, today we're going to save our rose and thorn for the end because Anna and I uh, have a little bit of an announcement to make today. So we're going to talk about transitioning and I'm going to hop on over to Anna to introduce the topic today. Yeah. So um, we figured this was a good time to just share what the transition of our podcast is going to be and how that's going to be look. And it's perfect timing because we are just finishing up with our second season. How many episodes do we have, Hunter? We have, this is our 21st episode. Wow. So usually our goal was to have 10 episodes for each season and this, you get a little extra bonus. So (laughs) Hunter, why don't you just share some of the visions for the podcast and what it looks like as we transition? Yes. Uh, So for the future of the podcast, as you guys know, the, my rose and thorn for the last two weeks has been that I moved into a place where I have ample space for the podcast so i am building a podcast studio yay (laughs) which is really exciting um so i have this room in my home that i'm going to transition if you will from a bedroom into a studio where i'm really excited for all of the things that have started to come in from the amazon orders um, but with that, uh, I would like to introduce video podcasts and, uh, you know, have more options for our podcasts, like a Patreon and, uh, Twitch streams and fun things, uh, for our listeners to interact with us more, uh, so that it doesn't seem... Like, we're just in your car on your way to work. We're hanging out. So that is what is in the works currently. And Hunter was explaining to me the cool color that he bought. It's like literally historical blue that is going to be so beautiful behind Hunter's beautiful face. (laughs) I'm so excited. And uh, Anna, I know we said that we were going to save our rose and thorn, but it doesn't quite make sense to talk about what's next without making our announcement yeah i mean it's fine it's natural we're talking about transitions and go ahead so in transitioning uh with the new studio we are i'm actually going to have an in-person co-host so that means that our lovely miss anna this will be her last episode as a co-host Not her last episode ever, but her last episode as the co-host of this podcast. Um, So Anna and I had a long talk last week and we thought that it would be a good idea uh, because she deserves it. She has been here since the beginning to have an entire episode about her. 
and the transition oh, that we're about to, <laughs> about to make. <clears throat> it's actually, yeah, it's very bittersweet, you guys. I'm going to miss um, our conversations once a week. Hunter and I have really gotten to be really close in the last, I don't know, 20 episodes, tw- 20 weeks. <laughs> 21 weeks, yeah. 21 weeks. So we've gotten to be really close. And so I'm, I'm definitely going to miss our time hanging out. And um, I was reflecting with my sister and I'm just like, I, I totally get it. It's a um, step four for the podcast. And I was just saying, oh, I'm going to miss. And she said, well, you know, every time that a door closes, there's another opportunity. So if you take something off of your plate, you can always add something new and exciting. So I'm looking at this as an opportunity to, um, you know, instead of our, 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 it usually ends up being ours. Hunter and I talk for a couple hours every week. It's like we're <laughs> recording and then we like tune out and then continue the conversation. So that I'm is so true. I'm definitely going to miss that, but, um, Hunter and I will still stay friends and um, hopefully talk just as much. But yes, we you are guys not won't have an ear into it anymore. Yes, there is not. There has not been a falling out. There was not anything that you know caused this, other than the fact that I'm building this beauty, beautiful studio, and I want it to be really cohesive and have a co-host that is here and. When we filmed our episode with Erica, the one about moving, I realized how beneficial having someone in person was for the banter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's totally understandable. And um, I don't have any plans to move to Tennessee anytime soon. So we're going to hand the reins off to someone new. And you guys get to meet and get to know someone else. Which is exciting. Yes. So... Uh, yeah, that's what's up for the future. Uh, and I'm excited to see what you do next, Anna. Maybe you'll yeah. start your own podcast. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can handle another podcast <laughs> with me speaking. Adventures on the Lake with Anna. Adventures on the Lake. Hmm, be interesting. If you guys think I should start a podcast, let me know. Give me some ideas, some topics, and maybe, maybe we'll make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> if you can, ha- if you can handle listening to me any longer. So, um, speaking, well, not even speaking of transitions, let's just kind of banter for a second. How was your week in the salon? Well, I wasn't really in the salon yet because we had our Memorial Day weekend. So today, actually, I'll be going into the salon after we're done recording. And um, but my weekend was good. Last week was great. It was um, it was nice to get the ball rolling after, you know, feeling sick the week before and mm. had some long days just squeezing some people in. But um, it actually worked out well. The fact that I missed a, the wedding last Saturday because I was sick um, kind of worked out well because then I didn't have anyone to make up. Like that was a whole day that I like didn't have to make anyone up, you know? Oh, I didn't even think about that. There wasn't anyone in the salon. Yeah. I didn't think about that either. It's like, usually if you take days off, it's like haircuts and retouches and colors that you have to squeeze in. But because of the wedding, there's one day that it's like no one that I have to fit in. So Mm. that actually really helped this last week. And, um, 
It was good. Um, everyone was so nice. Like reflecting back to the week that I was ill, I got so many kind texts and so many care packages delivered to my door. And people who like they'd ask, do you need anything? I'm like, I, I think I'm good, but thank you. And then they'd show up with like a care package. And that's I so felt, sweet. Yeah, I felt so, so loved. And I got a lot of texts from my clients just checking in. And um, it was definitely felt the love. That's for sure. That's and, awesome. Yeah. Did you hit all of your goals for the week? Um, Like my hair goals? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, they were all there. Everything was great. Um, like I said, I worked some extra hours, so um, made a little bit more than usual. But like you know, it was a two week overtime. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like I looked at the numbers and I was like, oh great. Well, that's just making up for the time I was sick. <laughs> so you're like, whoa, I did double this week. That's dumb. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just kidding. I was sick for a week. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's good because it takes a little stress off of having that week off and not making any money. Yes, exactly. Hunter, how was your week in the salon? It was good. It was really good. I had all of my, I call them my cool peeps this week. Hmm. Um, <laughs> so they're like the people that we have gone past that like client stylish relationship and we're really like friend client stylist mm-hmm. relationships now um and so they were all in they all end up being in the same week somehow so that was really awesome I did not hit my service goal this week uh which is I mean it is what it is you know it doesn't happen every week but I had two clients who are normally extensions but we had discussed for the summer they wanted to take them out and so that made my totals a little bit lower than I would have wanted them. But like I said, it happens. So I had every other goal. I just didn't hit the service goal. <laughs> Did they want to take out their extensions just for the summer, lower maintenance? Yeah, because extensions are so high maintenance. I know. Like I know. whether you want to, because I know there's some stylists that are like, oh, it's not that hard to take care of. And they're not hard to take care of for a stylist that already has three or four shampoos in their arsenal and all the products that they could ever want but for a client like you have to brush your hair consistently and you can't really get them wet in the ocean because it messes with the material of the hair and you can't go to bed with wet hair because it'll mold so they're not exactly conducive to an active summer lifestyle right yeah so and I have a hard time wanting to do extensions because all the things you just listed it's on them like it's on your client to be able to take it obviously we will provide all the tools and education needed Mm -hmm. but it is on your client to be consistent with taking care of them and then coming back to get them like yeah it's not something that you can like miss your appointment Right. So if you, if your client does miss or if they just don't make another appointment, they're walking around with their hair looking like really, really bad. Well, and and then you cause like tension alopecia. Yeah. So that's just something that I'm like, there's just two. I don't like doing it because yeah, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) There's just too many variables. I enjoy doing them, but exactly what you just said. 
<laughs> yeah. Because I, I enjoy the tediousness of them. And honestly, I sit down to apply extensions because I don't want to hunch my back over. Uh, so for me, like, even though it is a tedious process and it takes like two hours to on top of after coloring your hair, I enjoy it because I get to sit down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. I, same reason why every once in a while I'll like... I like to do a manicure, like a gel manicure. I do not do like extensions, but sometimes I'll have a client who wants like a gel manicure while her hair's processing. I'm like, oh good, yeah, we can sit down. <laughs> yeah. Give my feet a break. <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. you don't double book, right? I do, yeah. If I have if I have like um a retouch, I'll usually always double book oh, if okay. it's just a retouch. But if it's a foil um, unless it's a client that I really know and I know I have the timing down perfect. I try not to double book over like a highlight because right. I want to be checking those foils and usually I'll like apply the foils and then a couple minutes after I'm done with the whole head, I'll wash the back out so they don't over process. So it's yeah, but I do double book when I have like a retouch. Okay. So, but that gives you more opportunity to do things like a gel manicure. Mm-hmm. when they're processing yeah. that's cool I the first salon that I ever worked at they were really big on trying to like if you weren't double booked which in the beginning no one's double booked but if you weren't double booked they encouraged you to offer like a gel manicure or a gel pedicure or you know mm-hmm. those things luckily I don't work in a salon that has manicure tables anymore <laughs> We just have one little room and we're actually trying to find a nail tech right now. So that you guys don't have to offer Yeah, and the room just isn't like, it's not used as much as it should. So it's kind of just um, empty space that we're, we would be excited to get someone in there. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that's hard is that like, we don't really want to do acrylics because acrylics have such a strong odor. Oh yeah, the entire salon would smell like it. Yeah, so we have like poly gel, which is like a a form that you build up, and it's 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 basically odorless. And um, so we would want someone to use poly gel. It's just as effective as acrylics and just as strong. Right. You can get a really nice set, but um, it's not as like fumy. I've never had that done. Is that the one that? like on TikTok and stuff, they apply it in like a tube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they put the nail on top of it. No, it's like, well, maybe, no, no. Well, the it's ones a... that I've seen, they put the nail on top of it, cure it, and then pop like a nail off and then shape it. Mm, it's like a little, it looks like jelly. Yeah. And you, you like form it out with a, a brush still. Oh, but I have to look it up. I've never. I don't the think brand I've ever that we seen have, it. The brand that we have is Jellish, and um, it it can create a really beautiful set. But yeah, look at, look into it because it's a little bit less toxic and um, it's kind of fun to watch. I've never I've never done a set with it. Like I I just stay away from nails. <laughs> You're like I just but, polish nails. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did my nails for this weekend. They're like hot pink you did too what color oh, those are, are cute yeah i got these are my pre-pride nails oh they okay i love them i love that they're kind of like a little bit more subdued rainbow like we'll see what happened was 
I did a client with 3.1 and didn't put gloves on to shampoo. So they were a lot brighter. But they do kind of look cool, right? They're like kind of muted. Like, yeah. I love that. I I mean, if you don't look for 3.1, what? You did not put gloves on for 3.1. Well, I put gloves on to apply it. See, my hands are clean. But to rinse, like to shampoo it. And what had happened was this, I did this 3.1, really, by the way, is like dark, dark, dark. Like, oh yeah, it's black. Blue, black. Um, But this client that I did, she has like a, there's a triangle in her bang piece. So like her bangs are split dyed. Mm-hmm. And so this one, like in the front, I did a neon green. And in the back, like from temple area all the way down is bleached as well so I did dark green down there and then the light and green up here and then everything else was 3.1 mm-hmm. so I was more concerned about not getting blue on the freshly bleached hair yes that's my first client today is like two-toned split bang one it's white it's like completely white and then the rest is pretty much black so yep. um yeah that's fun I'm always like Oh gosh, please don't get the black on the white. <laughs> please, no, 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 no. Well, the last time I did, and I <gasps> oh no, and we were going for like, I don't remember what she had asked for on the bottom, but I looked at her as I was rinsing and I was like, so we're gonna do blue underneath today. <laughs> Cause like roll with the punches. Right. Cause for those of you that don't, and I'm assuming a majority of our listeners don't, 3.1 is blue black. Like mm-hmm. very, very, very blue. Um, so if you're not super careful, it'll get everywhere. And I did cold water this time. Sometimes I like to take like um a hair mask and just cover that blonde. That's while what I, I do did. The dark. And it still leaked on there? Uh, last time it did leak, but I, w- I think I was just too rushed. Mm-hmm. I think I didn't take the time to like come up with a plan on how to rinse the hair Mm -hmm. and that's real important when you're doing something like that so yeah yeah or have someone like just stand by you and hold the blonde out of the bowl yeah this time what I did was I rinsed out the blonde and I had um like a big foil that I placed over the black and then I rinsed all of the blonde out really 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 well and put a hair mask on it and then I pulled it in front and like out of the shampoo bowl and mm-hmm. clipped it to the towel that she had on her shoulders. Oh, okay. Good idea. So that okay. worked really well this time. But last Good. time I just let that shit dangle in the bowl and it was not the move. <laughs> you live and you learn. <laughs> exactly. Every day. So um, tell me about your Memorial Day weekend. Okay. Uh, so we spent the better half of the beginning of the weekend uh, cleaning our old townhome, which okay. for as small as of a space as that was, when you're doing like a move out clean, that shit took three whole days. Wow. We, yeah. I mean, we scrubbed the baseboards and all of the things. Uh, Good job. Good for you. I'm sure your landlord is appreciative. I really hope so. I really do hope so. <laughs> I would like to have that deposit back for a vacation or something. Right? That would be so yeah. sad if you didn't get it back. Well, I, 
I remember once I moved out of my, it was um, when I was in Stevens Point, I moved out of my apartment and my landlord came and was like, we're not giving you a deposit. There's, there's like dents and holes in the wall. And there were not any holes, but the ones that were there were there when I moved in. When you in. moved in. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, they didn't bother me at all. And, but I did take pictures of them when I moved in because I was like, just saying, I want proof that this was here. It has like a timestamp and everything. And and I'm like, just so you know, this was here when I moved in. And he's like, we don't, we don't, um, he's like, that doesn't matter. We don't do it that way. Pictures don't mean anything. And what? you should have written it. He's like, he said that you should have written it in the lease. If you saw something that you, that needed to be fixed, you should have written it in the lease before you signed it. And, um, he went in there and was like, there's dust on the ceiling fan. And so I actually did not get my security deposit back. And even after one of my roommates was still living in there, when I moved out, I had my roommate go in there and like, I'm like, can you just go in and dust? Cause I had already moved. Right. Can you, can you please just go and dust the fan and see what he's talking about? And she's like, oh my gosh, it's not even bad. But, um, that but- was a whole shindig and, um, there's lots more of that story, but, um, well, it, uh, it makes more there. sense to me now why you would never want to rent again. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. That landlord was, there was a time Hunter that I was, um, I was in the shower and the shower was like right off of the kitchen and I hear something like moving out there. And I, I thought that it was like one of my roommates. So I'm like, um, Jen, Mandy, Stephanie, like, you know, calling their names. And then all of a sudden I hear like they left and I open the, the bathroom door, like in my towel and his tool bag, like my landlord's tool bag was in the kitchen and he was working on the, on the dishwasher while I was in the shower, had no idea that he was there. Like he didn't say he was coming mm-hmm. or anything. He just popped nope. in. Yep. Yep. I hate that. It was so bad. And then not getting the security deposit. And then I had a sublet and the way that they, you know, you know, what? it doesn't matter. It's gone. Say la vie, move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of landlords that are like that. Like they're just not great landlords. I felt like he was taking advantage of us because for, I mean, we were young college students. Like that was the first time I'd ever rented from someone. So you well, didn't no. even know. I did have one landlord before, but that was, a diff- that was very much like family friends. I'll live in your house and fix it up. But so this was totally different, like first lease and everything. And I just felt like he probably preys on the fact that a lot of kids really are moving here. And I don't know, it, it was pretty shady that there's yeah. other shady stuff that happened too. But, um, yeah, I I'm... don't like <laughs> <laughs> I would say that I got lucky, like with my first apartments. Granted, I was a dumb child and did some things that ruined my credit with our, my first few apartments. However, I lived in like student housing. Mm-hmm. So you kind of like rented by the room. And so it was really professional. Like. Okay. So I feel like I got, I had a good first experience and then a terrible, la- my last experience with this last townhome was terrible mm. with our landlords. It's just kind of hit or miss. I, I guess you don't know that. And I feel like, I don't know, landlords can be 
interesting to work with. <laughs> Sorry if anyone's listening to this and you're a landlord. I know your job is also hard, so I'm not hating. Oh, you. yeah. I mean, I think that there was like a cancel culture thing going on about landlords for a little while. Was on there? the TikToks. Yeah, there was something about like instead of calling people Karens, let's call them a landlord. Which oh. I don't really get. Uh, They're just doing their jobs. Yeah, but you know, some of them can do better. Like yeah. maybe don't paint over the outlets. <laughs> you know? <laughs> or maybe oh, don't I've install done them it before. upside down. I have done it before. I've painted over an outlet. Just to do it? Or like you didn't realize you were doing it? Or um, I just wanted the room painted and I didn't feel like unscrewing the outlet cover. So I just went really quick and held my breath. <laughs> like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Boom. It's done. Okay. It's done. Oh, my God. I can still gosh. plug things in. It's fine. <laughs> that first time, though, whenever the paint mm-hmm. goes in the outlet, let's just hope I don't shock myself. <laughs> uh, that is hilarious. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've had good experiences with landlords and bad experiences. Yeah. Well, my Memorial Day was great. I spent it all week on... Well, I got a bunch of garden stuff. I'm putting a garden... I I think I told you guys I dug out. There's this this big hole in the front yard that I'm going to be planting flowers. I have a rose bush that my sister is giving me. And that is going to go in the center. And then I got a bunch of other perennials to go around like, um, primrose and black eyed Susans. And what else did I get? Um, a couple other things. Oh, nasturtium. No, no. Nasturtia. Nasturtium. Um, I got those for my, I also got a bunch of annuals for a hanging basket. So I did it good. I got lots of plants and I can't wait to get out there and like put them in the ground. So, I learned something, speaking of plants, this weekend. Hmm. Do you have any milkweed? Um, no, but I hear it's good for butterflies. Yes. So, apparently, uh, one of my best friends, Skylar, came over to the house to just, like, look at it and kind of hang out. And he was asking me about, like, the plants that I had planted, because, you know, I planted a bunch of seeds, And he was saying that milkweed is the only plant that monarch butterflies eat. And the monarch butterfly population has decreased by 90% over the last five years. So if you plant milkweed, you are helping preserve the monarch butterfly population. And they can smell it for up to 10 miles away. Gosh. Now, with all of that being said, this is all secondhand information. I did not research this my own self. <laughs> so if I am incorrect, do not roast me. <laughs> no, I've heard this. I've heard this too. And actually, I think that the milkweed, they'll live in the milkweed too. Like yeah. um, the butterflies will like their chrysalis, like their little yeah. caterpillar the, self. That's what he said. He said that like the more milkweed you have, you'll start seeing like little butterfly chrysalises and mm-hmm. all the things. So I'm on the hunt for some milkweed. Mm. If anyone in Nashville, Tennessee knows where to find it. I've been to four nurseries and I cannot find milkweed. Really? I didn't know that milkweed like was 
Well, I guess you're, what zone? I wonder what zone you're in. Oh, I found this out. We are definitely a seven. Okay. I thought that milkweed was for cooler temperatures, but I'm sure that it's seven is like ideal for probably everything. Well, yeah, because um, we get a we get a winter, so we do get a frost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, really perfect. Yeah, so they'll die off and all of that, but yeah, I've got so many flowers planted. I love outdoors. Do you yeah, know what kind great. of rose bush your sister got you? It is like it's it's about like three feet by three feet and thankfully it's like so it's kind of it's kind of small and it has really bright blooms on it bright red and um she didn't like it because it didn't go with her color scheme so it's like (laughs) i'll take it so my sister is really next level when it comes to gardening she's great oh um, okay so and the cool thing about it is that it's apparently supposed to bloom all season so i'm excited for that all season is in like summer to Spring fall. Spring to fall. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. So it's not blooming now, but I think it should start soon. So I'm excited yeah. to get that in the ground. That's exciting. We got a really cool rose bush from Home Depot. Uh, it's like white and red speckle, or not speckles. It almost looks like brush strokes. Okay. It's really cool. I'll send you a picture later. I'll post, yeah. we'll have it posted on the podcast Instagram. Perfect. Uh, but yeah, I'm on the search for, I think it's called a sweetheart rose. Oh. Like the rose that you would see, like when you think of a rose, this is the rose you think. Yeah. Because ours, I don't, I think ours are called knockout roses. Hmm. They're not the classic, like, classic rose. Is that what yours is? Yes, it's pretty classic. I have no idea. I had no idea how expensive like roses are in the floral world. And apparently Mm. they have like um, designer roses. Like I used to know florist and she was saying that like those can go for like $12 a head. Yeah. I, uh, there is a person I follow on Instagram called David's Roses and he sells like the smallest rose bush these Mm. literal smallest for hundreds of dollars wow yeah he's the only person that I've seen like that classic rose head like selling them locally at least hmm wow speaking of roses Anna, mm-hmm. we have saved the rose and thorn for the end of the episode because we thought we were going to give a banger of an announcement at the end. <laughs> <laughs> but we have both already said our thorns, and that is we are going different directions. But Anna, what is your rose for this week? My rose is I got to spend some really quality time with friends and family this week. And it was just like a great, great weekend of just being on the water and um, being together. And yeah, definitely a big rose on that. Yay. Okay. Well, then my rose 
I was gonna say I got to spend some time with family yesterday, but I'm gonna use something different. <laughs> My rose is that, as I mentioned before, I planted all those seeds and everything's growing. Not well, but it's all growing. There, there are green things coming out of the earth, and that is my rose this week. Yay! Yes. Um, of course, the biggest rose for this episode is just getting to share the last like twenty weeks with you guys and um, share our thoughts on doing hair and just building my friendship and relationship with Hunter and. Um, getting to share my heart and thank you guys so much for listening thank you for being there and for reaching out via the um instagram and messenger and for all the support for listening and um being our little community so um truly it has been a beautiful beautiful bouquet and i'm just really excited to see where hunter takes this podcast and um continue supporting it so thank you thank you thank you guys oh thank you well with all of that being said thank you for listening to another episode of break room banter if you'd like to follow us on our social media journeys i am at hair x hunter on all social medias anna is at anna dot shr8 hair make sure you go give her a follow and like all of her beautiful hair pictures she's been posting a lot of reels recently yeah (laughs) you're gonna have time to do more reels yeah yeah it's really fun and oh this is something that happened while i was sick oh yeah i like woke up the next day so i went to bed i looked at my reel had like the normal average couple thousand views And I woke up the next day and it was like 21,000 views. And I was like, how did I appease the algorithm gods? What did I do? (laughs) It's that sound that everybody thinks it's going to be a thirst trap. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, yeah, girls, thirst for this hair. (laughs) So, yeah, I was like, people, it it was really exciting. I was like, oh my gosh, look at all these views, all these likes. That was really fun. That's awesome. A really fun way. It was like exactly what I needed when I was stuck at home. <laughs> That's... Maybe, maybe Instagram was rewarding me for spending all my time for like four days scrolling on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> I have only ever had one of my views exceed ten thousand video, or one of my videos exceed ten thousand views. And I want you to guess what it was. Um, it was me breaking a cool booster into Lightner. <laughs> That's it. Oh, that, that is, is exciting it. though. <laughs> and it was that same thing. I just, I think I, I don't even think I made it. I think Kayla made it on the podcast Instagram. Like oh this gosh. video is on the podcast Instagram. It's not even one that I posted. That is um, funny. You just never know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But well. I thought I was like, really? <laughs> None of these cool hair videos. <laughs> I know the, the ones that I feel like I put the most time, energy, and creativity in, it's like, does not do well. But whatever. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's, we do it because it's, it's fun. Exactly. I honestly truly do have fun making all those reels. Yeah. I, and I'm I'm starting to have more fun with it. I, I've been really enjoying it lately. Yeah. I feel like when you switch from like, this is something I have to do to, oh, this is just something fun that I'm putting together. 
it is yeah. a lot less uh, intimidating. Yeah, and then it really doesn't matter if you get likes and follows because you're just having fun. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you guys, right. we've got one minute left. This is another episode of Break Room Banter, hairstylist adjacent podcasts. Until next time. Bye. Bye.